Hello, everybody. This is the Turtle Reach Podcast. I'm Clay. I'm Melissa. And uh, we're going to be talking about Good Omens today um, by Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman, two of my favorite authors and my favorite book. Uh, you had read it before. Yeah. Um, what did you think about it? Like, the, reading it now? Like, rereading it? Mm-hmm. Still, it holds up. Still a good book. Um, cool. Yeah, it was because I had remembered it just in a really general way yeah. from just kind of memory you know you read a book after a while it starts to fade mm-hmm. a little bit so it was kind of refreshing to get the language back yeah and the way they talk and i, I do like that british humor it can go on forever though where yeah. they're, they're just so um sar- they, ironic sarcastic he does tongue a, in cheek he does a lot of long-winded jokes even with yeah. like even with the title it's at, at not just good omens it's good omens and the nice and accurate prophecies of agnes nutter which Right. It's like, yeah, they they have to make a long winded joke out of every little, but it, I find it hilarious. I, I love I it. I love it. Yeah. Uh, he, the fucking baby name, whenever they they're doing the baby swap, mm-hmm. and he the he says the name of the uh, antichrist, and it's like uh, bringer of the seventh ring, and like can we pull on that up? We can find that. I think in the in the Wikipedia. I'm pretty sure. Um. That he his name is Adam Young. Yeah, he turns into he he becomes Adam Young because. Uh, mm-hmm. So he, it's Adam Young, the Antichrist, yeah. adversary, destroyer of kings, angel of the of the bottomless pit, great beast that is called dragon, prince of this world, father of lies, spawn of Satan, lord of darkness, the leader of the them. <laughs> so that's his whole name for like this entire part, section of the book. Yeah. Every time they say him, they say that entire thing. Yeah, Jesus <laughs> and so you got to sit there and read that, and it's just these British people having having a lark, just having a lark. They love doing that kind of shit. It's it's just always been like that. Yeah, um, it's probably why Mr. Bean was so good because he didn't talk. Yeah, so British people could finally just be funny. Yeah, give the the funny some air to breathe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I miss Mr. Bean. That was pretty good. Mr. Bean was one of the best shows. It was only one season. Yeah. I rewatched it recently, and I realized that they never went past one season. He killed it in that movie, Rat Race. Rat Race was probably one of the best comedy movies, or memorable. It was a good one. It was yeah. a good, fun was movie. Hitler Car. It's fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was all that scene where the car gets wrapped up in the air at the airport, and they and they're like falling. <laughs> That was great. Um, oh, that was such a good movie. Yeah. I want to rewatch it and see if it holds up. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it does. It yeah. was just fun. Yeah. He, he was tra- transporting a heart at one point. Yeah. Like a beating heart and it fucking <laughs> a beating heart. S- stopped beating and they shocked it back with an electric fence. <laughs> that was so good. Yeah. It's just utter ridiculous yeah. bullshit. And that's when comedy in, in America was at its peak or at a peak. Yeah. It was really good. And now we're just fucking humorless, bunch of old humorless fucking bags, just old ass, just yeah. HR lady humor, which is not humor. It's always a lesson, right? I'm glad my dad was good with like letting me just go get VHSs because like, yeah, I saw a bunch of old school comedy movies that I wouldn't have seen. Kung Pao, Enter the Fist was great. Yeah. Have you ever seen that? Yeah. That's one of the best comedies. Yeah. That, that <laughs> thing is amazing. But then there's other comedies where you look back on and you get a different impression because I saw porkies oh yeah porkies if you rewatch it you, you this it's that movie struck me as suddenly as so sad 
is the saddest is one of these saddest movies yeah. that they're trying to make a comedy ever it's just these people that are just languishing in existential nothingness <laughs> in this little town. They don't know what to, and they, they look at titties, and then the titties aren't enough, but that pussy's not enough, and they and they just throw themselves at each other in this dark, uh, sexual urge to just get meaning, you know, gain meaning out of life. What is this, right? And then they're fighting against these, the older people in the town, the old fucking redneck townie dickheads you know just <laughs> fucking draconian alcoholics right and they have a big battle and that's like the biggest meaning of their life is this big battle against these old farts in a bar it's the saddest movie it is the saddest movie you will ever see <laughs> if you rewatch it and then they get a hooker maybe that'll make my life interesting and it doesn't it, it, this is what Porky's is you see these boys trying to make meaning out and interesting things out of their lives and it's just nothing nothingness very Nietzsche, Nietzschean very just darkness nothingness the void nothing can fill it not even titties <laughs> trust me watch it watch it again you'll see what I mean <laughs> it's still hilarious but you know and I don't remember sad. much of Porky's but I, that's just because I watched it whenever I was really young but yeah 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 Maybe a, lot watch of those, watch uh, a lot of those are just completely different now that we watch them like uh attack of the nerds is basically just nerds trying to rape chick right yeah some some of those like that era they 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 really i felt i feel like they really came from a uh a honest place though they thought it was funny yeah right they, they were honestly making movies like this is hilarious right and these guys trying to roofie and rape yeah. chicks right and you're like well okay right they literally swap out a dude in the middle of having sex yeah like the <laughs> The chicks, they're doing the doggy style and they just swap out a guy. I'm like, that is rape. Yeah. <laughs> That's just straight up rape. Man, and we were, we, I, I watched that as a kid. I did giggle at the whole movie. I was I was laughing at pretty much the whole movie back then. Yeah. So it was just a different mentality. And I was young. I was a tiny kid. So I didn't know what the fuck was going on in general about consent. Yeah. But my, you know. Everybody else was laughing too. That, yeah. that was a, a pretty popular movie back then, and it was just yeah. thought of completely different. Well, because <laughs> worse. Just ruined it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like I said, now now I look at back at it, I'm like, yeah, no, that was just a bunch of nerds trying to rape cheerleaders, and so true. Yeah, so true, so true. Anyway, yeah. um, uh, but I feel like it was funny to them because worse shit was happening were like around them yeah so for them it's a little rape compared to yeah. the vietnam war come on guys <laughs> hello <laughs> right yeah yeah um but yeah uh good omens with the uh british humor yeah which is definitely not that yeah i mean the uh have you watched the tv show at all i have not it's uh the first season is almost exactly the book mm-hmm so it, it re really, really good in like the character development and shit. Second season is basically a, a love, uh, a romance story between Crowley and Azefra. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. And hopefully they're doing going to do a third season. They're talking about it, which will be what book two is supposed to be. Mm -hmm. So that'll be interesting. Yeah. Well, couldn't they technically have a baby? Because they're not even human. So. Some weird devil angel baby. I, they would have to adopt. Ooh, what if they adopt the Antichrist? 
Oh, that would be cool. Yeah, or something. Or one, or the Antichrist comes out of one of their penises. <laughs> well, no, he's already born. Oh, he's yeah. Adam. Okay, but what if they come something? <laughs> I just want something cool to happen. God damn it. <laughs> Technically, Crowley's well, kind of a snake. A okay. snake. He could birth a snake out of his penis. A snake is a a, a long thing. You you. I don't know anything about penises. Sorry, spoilers. I, I've only ever experienced them not seeing them. If you know what I mean, just kind of experiencing them. Right. Okay. So yeah. Would you want me to spoil the end of season two for you? Do you yeah. Care? Sure. Okay. As a Pharrell basically becomes God. He takes God's place. Oh really? God went missing. <laughs> Okay. Um, God's just Biden. <laughs> but God's just some senile guy. Just and as a frail wanted to bring Crowley with him, but Crowley's like, no, we're, we're finally free. We want to be free, not with this order shit. And so they end up separating after they kiss and stuff. They want to be free. Crowley wants to be free, but as a frail's like, we can make everything right. We can make it how it should be. We, we can be God together. Oh yeah, that's a very ungodlike sentiment. I feel. Yeah. Also, why change everything? You're you're God, so yeah. So, uh, what I could see happening is Crowley. Now they bring Adam Young back in third season, and okay. be like, uh, yeah, they could actually adopt. Crowley could adopt him, and it would be a interesting war between like heaven and hell but with earth involved with adam and crowley yeah well in the book they're talking about that what might happen is just that heaven and hell would go up against humanity yeah so i guess that whole thing changed into not that mm, yeah that could be it because i mean generally yeah the apocalypse got averted mm -hmm. and both heaven and hell wanted it to happen yeah so then that in that at that point they're just like all right we're just going to destroy earth Yes, this is a this Ourself. is kind of the perfect book to talk about now too, especially with the oh, Middle yeah. East crisis. Oh yeah, I, I was thinking about that. It's like, and it also touches on like bad parenting. Like, yeah, if if you're just a decent, loving parent, your kid will be fine generally, even if he is the Antichrist. Yes, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yes, that's the moral of the story I got. Yeah. Anyway, well, being decent and loving, <laughs> easier said than done. I mean. Not a hard, not an easy thing to do. How much? How much? Yeah, kids are assholes. Yeah, kids are fucking assholes. Kids are assholes. I I feel like we really need to turn the whole franchise around about kids. <laughs> we we really do because because it's incorrect. They they're innocent. Yeah, but innocence does not mean goodness because innocence leads you to do a lot. Of, you drown a puppy because you're innocent because you didn't know any better. Yeah, right. In innocent in in children means like anything goes anything goes you're like a little greek god right Every, anything is just your mood and what you're feeling yeah and then little kids you see them they'll stab a kid in the in the eye for chocolate they will i seen it yeah i see it yeah i see that shit yeah they'll they'll strangle each other ba babies will try to kill each other they they get jealous they get furiously jealous they're they're not good people i know children I are not good people i'm not saying they're evil but they are not good that's why it's important to be loving and caring on the way up so that they can become good people yeah that's true but you got to be a good person yourself yeah and that that's hard yeah and that's part of the main part of the problem yeah and what even is good right what, what is it it's not prayer beads right stick them things right up your ass it's, they're better <laughs> for that than anything else so right what is good but yeah and then this also yeah touched on basically world war three which is seems like 
might be around the fucking corner. Yeah, I'm, yeah listen, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it, it really has felt over the last, I don't know, let's say about 10 years or so, that everybody wants a war. Yeah. Everybody feel it feels like people want well, this to happen, even if they don't want to admit it. Not normal people. It's the people who are either aligned with the establishment or like, you know, the big powerful people who want the money that this will bring to them or the people who are aligned with some ideology yeah. that those people they can't they can't step away from or else they get demonized for just stepping away. Those people are in a death cult. Yeah. And I'm talking across the board. Yeah. All of the religions are death cults. All the political. They're based on death. Yeah. Christianity is based on the death of a martyr. Mm -hmm. And so then everybody just lives like a fucking corpse. Yeah. Right? Uh, expecting to die any day. Yeah. What kind of mentality? That What are you, in Compton? The Christian mentality, you might as well be in Compton, where you there's no hope. I'm going to die soon. Hopefully crucified, right? And uh, all my homies think I'm cool. And I just, might as well just go go out in a blaze of glory. That that's Christianity. Yeah. That and and uh, and it is um, Islam too. Yeah. All of these religions are just the Abrahamic ones. They're just um, death cults. Judaism, at least, they like to read. There, you know, <laughs> right? At least at least most of their shit is just like, hey, have you read this one? It's good. You know. And then and then they just kind of get busy with that. Yeah. Get distracted. By yeah, literature yeah. or whatever the fuck, but I don't, religions is stupid. And then 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 the other ones, the woke ones, and the, all the other ones, those are death cults too. Yeah, those are the, the they're the, they're the same. It's just political. Yeah, it's all, yeah. it's all, and it's the same from in the book. The idea of that the heaven and hell battle with the already predetermined ending of the apocalypse is just like all the other like Democrats. There's a predetermined ending of. You know, uh, all these social programs and we have to do this. The Republicans, it's a predetermined ending that they want instead of actually trying to compromise and come together and figure out the solutions in the moment. Well, they lost sight of. Yeah. And it's the same with all religions like they have, you know, most religions have their idea of the apocalypse or mm -hmm. the rapture, or whatever the fuck. There's mm -hmm. a predetermined ending and they have to do whatever they can to get there. And it's instead of just being people and doing the right thing in the moment yeah. mm -hmm. well i think you know where i think it, it I was thinking about this the other day what i think it stems from at the at the base level is this idea that we always maintained over the centuries where somehow what we do is impure and there is an impurity we got to find it root it out and destroy it it's always that yeah sin. if you look at right sin yeah sin for right um, or uh, was it um, systemic um, yeah. socialism for the conservatives and then for the socialists it's conservatism right they are the evil of each other yeah, yeah exactly um, that's why they'll never reach yeah. an accord yeah. because they think that the other one is the impurity yeah. that needs to be destroyed that's why the democratic party is acting the way it is because they know that the republican party is kind of weak right now they're a bunch of goobers they don't know how to relate to people. They suck, right? They fucking pocket. They're too concerned about their pocket protectors and shit, right? <laughs> and so Democrats know that this is the time, right? They can they can destroy the Republican Party and and be the um, be the dominant party. Yeah. So they're doing it. Yeah. Right? Because they they don't care about the process of the democratic process or, or justice or anything. They don't care. They want to yeah. win. Or they want to win, huh? Or us? Yeah. Care, care that, about us. They, that goes without saying. They don't give a 
fuck about us at all. Yeah. They think we're fucking trash. They do. Yeah. It literally called a whole, like, half of, or more of the country deplorables for yeah. four years. They think they're was- trash. But the, the problem is that we call ourselves trash. Yeah. And so, and but I think that's just kind of a... An, a, an ironic acknowledgement of of what people of what they think of us. Yeah. But what I don't, you know, what the fucking thing I hate the most is that we started calling these people the elites. You notice that shit in the news recently? They're called. Uh, there's a, there's a couple of terms for them. They're called the elites. They're called. Uh, That's the, been around for a while. Uh, yeah, but now it's having this kind of. Before it used to be a derogatory term. You'd be like, what are you a fucking elitist? Yeah. But now it's actually starting to mean better. Oh. Oh, yeah, really? yeah, like better, higher, Fuck me. Yeah, above. I saw an article recently, uh, and in the headline, it was like, uh, we need to stop uh, demonizing the elites or whatever. Yeah, I wonder who I wonder who funded that article. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's, it's wild. I wonder where that came from. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, you can call them uh, the establishment. Yeah. Um, uh, there's another word. I can't think of it right now, but it's something like the the... The, uh, the 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 ruling class. Yeah. They're being called the ruling class in the news now. This whole country's premise is no f- is is fuck a ruling class. Yeah. That is our creed. And you could say everything else was shitty, but that was one of the one of the good. Yeah. That was one of the good inclinations is to be like no ruling class. Fuck off. No ruling class. Okay? Yeah, there's people that are going to be wealthier and whatever, right? But you leave us the fuck alone. We want to go smoke weed and do mushrooms and shit, and you fuck off, right? And we don't want to be in your stupid fucking world. We don't give a fuck about what, because we want to. We want to have a, our friends and our families and our babies and whatever the fuck we want. That's our fucking business, right? And you go fuck off, and you go, you go send your kids to fucking Palestine. Fuck you, right? That's that's our thing, right? It's like that, yeah. that has nothing to do with us. You you fuck off. You don't yeah. use us. We're not chattel, right? fucking assholes i wish this was vodka right now <laughs> that would be perfect yeah gino meet up with me like what the fuck redo, is wrong with you redo the whole brand <laughs> <Great over. episode. laughs> yeah. yeah one of my best yet <laughs> just a vodka rant yeah i hate that so much it, it gets me so mad because it's it's like we we don't want much right what the fuck? We're not trying to reach for the stars here. We yeah. just want our little, our little corner, our little house, yeah. our little marijuana grinder, right? I'm trying to relate to you guys, but I'm just saying, like, you know, like what you guys do, right? Don't act elitist. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Fuck me too. All right, that's right. Yeah, we don't only just smoke weed. <laughs> except, except you—that's what you were doing 30 minutes ago. But okay, fine. Anyway, um. <laughs> you guys smoke weed the way I take. I drink coffee. That's I find that funny. Like it's like your. I don't. You no, don't. No. He does. But you said it was your no. first of the day. Yeah. Okay. Which is yeah. way too early. Yeah. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. All right. I For thought me, maybe you were normal. doing it no. to no, to set your brain. No, the first of the day gets me right. like super stoned. Oh man, how do you do things? I'm here. Yeah. Damn. I don't have to be there. <laughs> if I if that were me, still a you problem. It this this is. <laughs> Dude, if I were high, I would, you would, you're, I would be behind that curtain over there, just <laughs> rocking back and forth, waiting for it to go away. No, yeah, I'm at like, I'm just, I'm set. You're set. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you're good. You're yeah. the Buddha. You're yeah. you fucking reached enlightenment like 15 years ago. So this is nothing to you. <laughs> um, how do you feel about the uh, the kind of love story in the book with uh, 
shit, the granddaughter of Agnes Nutter and what's his name? Pulsifer? Newton Pulsifer. Newton Pulsifer. Mm, I don't know. It was cool. What did you think? I, I, I think it's it's probably they were trying to be really, um, you know, balance of the universe with it. Yeah, I, I just think it's weird to have a love story that is uh, predetermined, literally. <laughs> like, yeah, they they read it on the cards. It yeah, it's like, all right. I mean, they they <laughs> didn't have a chance to not. Yeah, but well, it's like you're on a date and you go to a Chinese restaurant, you get fortune cookies, and it's like it's you. <laughs> yeah, and then you got. <laughs> read mine oh okay well i guess we're all right what what if that happened to you like a fortune cookie told me that the person and then theirs did also and it was just true or something you just knew it that that somehow there was some occult influence there i don't know i mean that would make me second guess it of like do i want to have something predetermined for me but i mean i might just roll with it you think there's free will i hope this is a good time to bring that up right we can, we can talk about that Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you All know right. that that scientist just came out with that thing that we don't have any free will yeah I, I, like, I heard of that yeah that shit's going around uh predeterminism shit like that yeah i um, think that's also an elitist uh propaganda by the way <laughs> that's fair by the yeah. way I, I i really hope there's free will i hope everything is not already determined and on a set course you know because like mm-hmm. do, are those mutually ex- do those have to be i was just gonna mutually exclusive that they might not be they might not be yeah, do you Possibly. have a, a sort of more nuanced understanding of of free will for yourself for myself yeah what do you think it is then that i don't it's, think it's predetermined but at the same time i don't think i have control of every choice that i make absolutely so i am i myself am predetermined in my this that you see before you yeah um but is that really a choice when that's just what is that is naturally what i want i feel like the the, some choices we make in the opposite way i think where we act not in our best interest and i think that's when we divert from and try to make free will out of something that maybe we should have just fucking chill the fuck out that's a good point that that when we are making divergent choices that that are not, not natural in our be- best interest yeah that we naturally that we're trying to control something that maybe we shouldn't or yeah. i don't know usually i feel like when that's happening you're under the influence of somebody else's um choice sometimes because because i've i have found or, that or maybe when not I'm, somebody else's but even the environment or the or environment what we're reacting to in yeah. the will situation right because i have found that i feel more like i'm making the natural choice which doesn't necessarily mean the free will choice right sure uh, when I have a chance to just be alone for a while and kind of, they call it recentering, but that's, uh, so I hate that term because it's, it sounds very woo woo universe, but, but it makes sense. But it does make sense. Um, but I don't believe in astrology. I just want to say that. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm using the word, but fuck astrology. Check right? a purse for rocks. <laughs> yeah. Check them. Check them. <laughs> that's right. The only rocks are their crack rocks, if anything. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, but then when I'm around people or I'm in an environment that prevents me from feeling, you know, squarely in myself, like, yes, then I tend to make those divergent choices. And then I'm like, ugh, yeah, what the fuck did I do that for? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, for me, uh, what, do, well, what do y'all think? It's the kind of how you said some of it is predetermined, 
within yourself. Right. You know, like you you can you have some form of free will, but generally uh, a lot of it is is kind of just how you do it or predetermined for you. Uh, do you think that's more of a like a subconscious like brain thing or do you think that is like a spiritual like uh, brain thing? Brain thing? Yeah. Matter. Yeah. And then we ascribe spiritual nature when we decide yeah. it's in our yeah. spiritual nature is in our best interest. Or yeah. sometimes it's just, tra just tradition where you're brought up a certain way. Yeah. Like if you're brought up Catholic, you, you just you're naturally brought up and it doesn't mean you ascribe to it or agree with it or yeah. maybe you tell it to fuck off at some point. But you, you got certain choice. habits down subconsciously that yeah. will just happen. Yeah. Well I yeah, think I've I've experienced that. Yeah, definitely. Patterns yeah. will just get, get into habits like even smoking. Yeah. Where you know it's not in your best interest, but it's such a habit that makes you feel comfortable or it soothes you in a certain way. Oh, I was listening to a podcast with uh Robert Epstein. Um he, mm. he made this whole program algorithm that they're constantly watching uh, 2,500 different uh, computer inter interactions on Google constantly yeah. to monitor every uh, ephemeral, 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 ephemeral uh, action with it, which is the ones that aren't recorded. It's like ads that just pop up real quick. And uh, they found that um google can actually figure out what you're about to do like by determining where you're positioned in your house what you just like how how much you just walked they can determine when you're going to shit before you know, you you know you're going to shit that's retarded mhm mm mhm no oh, yeah they yeah they, they like they they i've i've read that the the they can use routers now to actually get basically case your location yeah and what where you what you do and where you are it's wild yeah it's logged and where, if they just want to look at it in real time yeah yeah that's why we need uh data rights that's that, that, that's that's gonna be you know the the actors strike yeah okay uh i was talking to a girl that's in the actor strike in new york i was just there and she's a friend of mine and she was explaining what the one, one of the major issues is is deep fake technology and uh, the ability of these production companies now to own your image to yeah, own you your likeness your likeness but they did but it didn't have the same ramification right, right. so now they can own your image then then just digitally render you and use that image wherever they want as yeah. a background extra doing whatever right uh fucking a donkey like whatever you know what i mean yeah. so the problem is is that the actor strike is, is actually a big deep part of it is about that it's yeah. about and the thing is you gotta think of it this way if these companies cave to these actors and and there's some kind of precedent established where where actors have ownership over their likenesses and then they can it's like you want to use it it's going to cost you so they kind license, of deal license their likeness right. yeah that makes their likenesses nfts oh, do you understand this yeah. is this is the actual true importance of uh nfts it's what every and, and look you notice that the things that people make fun of and, and deride and act like aren't important the most are nfts and the actor strike 
they act like these are two frivolous, stupid things that are not going to amount to anything. And isn't that interesting? And I wonder who's behind that, really, if you think about the fact that NFTs are actually going to be the only legal documentation that you have to defend yourself in court about your digital self. And then to the actor strike, that 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 uh, ruling is going to determine whether or not we have those rights to begin with. Right. That yeah. shit is fucking really important. And it's and this it's, is how NFTs are going to actually work out. NFTs are actually their their true importance is ownership of legal documentation and other things like it. Right. It's like you. It's a contract. I own it, contracts. It, why, why, it's a transferable contract. It's a, contract. It's a yeah. digital transferable contract for like art or any kind of digital yeah. right thing. So yeah, you have movies, ownership of it. it. Like movies, like yeah, that that makes sense. It it would literally just be like having a little uh, scannable thing of Captain Jack Sparrow, right? And you own all the rights to mm-hmm. anything done with Captain Jack Sparrow. Right. Yeah. Now imagine it's you. But you don't need an NFT for that. You don't necessarily need it, but f- let's say but if, if that's it's the you, way to do it. if you're a background extra, you make your money that way. Right. They they've done this already. You sign away your likeness now. Yeah. Yeah. It means that you you're out of a job because they can yeah. paper those yeah, yeah. those background extra. They can yeah. paper them anywhere. Yeah. They can make a whole stadium full of these people, and they never see money. They never right. get paid for it. And they should. But you can build that into a contract versus having to build it into an NFT. Well, you Which could. Is, all it is is a contract for transferable rights. Oh no, digital, absolutely for digital content. Well, right? I'm well, I'm not saying that these are the same. I'm saying these are two separate issues that have this overlap in uh, thematically, yeah. where they're they're two important things that nobody's paying attention to that people should that they're kind of saying is funny, right? Like yeah. NFTs, everybody dismissed it like this is this is bullshit. Who cares about monkeys? Right? Fuck this, right? And then the actor strike is like, what do these actors want? Fuck it, they're actors. Fuck these guys, right? But these are actually two two of the most important things that the, the precedent of how we use them is going to really reverberate through the years. Yeah, it's going to mean because it's going to mean things like uh, if you make a non fungible token of yourself or so. I don't know. I don't know how it could even work. But if you could somehow make an NFT of Buddha. of just your data or somehow right as you. A representative as you you own this it's a legal contract for your with yourself like you llc yourself basically in the digital space right then you can sue google for tracking you for surveillance for using your avatar in ways to promote things that you don't agree with yeah right that's what that's unless you sign their agreement unless you sign their agreement right. that's the thing yeah. and with facebook right we all signed away our rights yeah. with a bunch of other shit um before so I don't know. Maybe it could be grandfather claused. Maybe it wouldn't be grandfather claused in. I don't know what the fuck is gonna happen. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this, like I don't know. I don't know shit. But yeah. I'm saying this. This seems really important from my perspective. It could go badly if both yeah. of them end up going that way together. Yeah. 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 But I'm just saying, there's this fucking back and forth with these with the ruling class. These fucking Elitist. cunts. Yeah. <laughs> You know why I don't respect them? I'll tell you why. Because they're not even the original uh, people that made that money. They're the kids of those people. Yeah. So fuck those people. We should go back to the Greeks and f- we. Sh- you should you should be able to challenge a CEO to the death. You should challenge. You know what I mean? Like or like some some a, a, tri- a triathlon fucking deal, game of wits, right? Well, no, and, we- and then that CEO can go fuck himself if you if you win, <laughs> you run that company. 
Yeah, we have MMA now. It's just an MMA <laughs> match. You, you you beat the CEO. Mm-hmm. You get the company. Let's bring duels he, back. I'm saying, and and none Straight of this bullshit. Duels. No, no champions. Oh, same, and you got to slap him in the face. Okay, with the gloves, yeah. Modern guns or or uh, a single shot. Single shot. Yeah. Okay. And we can host it on World Star, right? Yeah. And it oh, would be amazing. I mean, but this would be pay per view. Yeah, pay per view is fine. <laughs> I just want these. I want to see these cunts. I want to see these elites squirm a little. I want them yeah. to. I don't want their positions to just be de facto. What yeah. is that? Yeah. We don't have. We don't. Have, we don't want class here. Yeah. Sounds Latin. Sounds elitist. It is. Elitist like these people. Yeah. <laughs> and no champions either. They can't hire a champion like medieval times. No. Nobody. It no. has to be you. Yeah. You gotta walk. You gotta fight like an old stallion against a new horse. <laughs> yep. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then you get your fucking ass kicked, and it's like I run Google now. Okay, I'll see you later. Bye. Pack your things. That would be so. If that became a, a legal thing, there would be so many challenges. Elon Musk is like, the first one. In, yeah. In, well, dude, all of them. They Guaranteed. all go Elon up. Elon Musk. Yeah. And he would do it. <laughs> I challenge you. Oh yeah, you. Elon Musk would be the first one. To be like, I'm down. Yeah. You know, yeah. but they would all be up on the top. You know, uh, Jack Dorsey, uh, Zach, Mark Zuckerberg. Um, Every Apple, every big company, like Apple, Google, fucking, uh, every pharmaceutical company, mm-hmm. every fucking, that would be hilarious. And now we know, we know why that will never come. Of out. course. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> of course. You see, though, but how you see, immediately like, know who your tar- who the targets are? This pay-per-view, it's like a, a list of like 20 different fucking hot <laughs> billionaire, trillionaire CEOs yep. going having a duel with some internet bro yep yep <laughs> jack dorsey you have been challenged <laughs> yeah because uh, be the nerds are in power too much they got too much power before yeah. i used the the jocks used to have too much power right and yeah. it was and it was uh bad that way but now the nerds are too power they're fucking creepy right yeah. and the things they were thinking about are fucked up yeah the the jocks were creepy straight to your face the nerds are creepy like online yeah. And stalkerish. Yeah. You know. <laughs> typical nerds. The, the jock yeah. will like grab a girl's ass and like, oh, you have a nice tushy. Mm-hmm. Like old school shit. Yeah. Fucking nerd will like hack into your computer and check out your photos and shit. <laughs> Isn't that kind of just a repu- the paradigm of the Republican Party and the Democrat Party? It's just it's nerds versus jocks. Or it's, it's people who, who prefer nerds versus people who prefer jocks. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm glad we solved it. Yeah. I'm glad we solved it. Man, we boiled everything Hell down. Hell fucking yeah. All right. Damn it. I knew we could do it. We fixed the world. All yeah. right. So. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, the world uh, didn't end. So far. So far. Yeah. Um, the apocalypse. I love that part. Yeah. Fucking. <laughs> yeah. They changed it. Uh, and yeah. Yeah. Um, I really liked what they did with uh, the spin on each of the plagues, yeah. or, or, or the horsemen, rather. Yeah. yeah, I liked especially the famine one. That was an interesting uh, re rebranding or, or a new perspective on famine, yeah. where it wasn't about just uh, the way we think of it, which is just that image of that starving kid in Somalia or whatever with the yeah, vulture yeah. fucking hanging out nearby. Like, are you, are you going to eat that? <laughs> Did you ever see that picture? <laughs> Dude, that picture made me cry the first time I saw it. That that's one of the saddest pictures. But it's just uh 
yeah, it's this little starving baby just kneeling in the sand. And the vulture is literally like, hey, you gonna eat that? You know, he's just kind of <laughs> hanging out like, hey, you done with that? Uh, but this famine was different. This famine was about fast food and yeah. about diet, yeah. dieting. Uh, she's a doctor and she like, yeah, was manufacturing foods to fuck with people and shit like that. Right. The foods don't give you nutrition Nutrition. so in a way that's famine that's like a famine a cultural famine but you're not really yeah 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 and then uh it pestilence be uh yeah penicillin was invented it became pollution yeah yeah pestilence retired and it became pollution whenever we invented penicillin so that was pretty fucking funny uh gotta bring them back now with covid (laughs) <laughs> and that shit didn't work out these guys were from a different time this was like 1990 yeah where they were like well disease is over i guess yeah. we're never gonna have global pandemics <laughs> what else would we put yeah i know thank you fauci <laughs> so fauci technically would be pestilence yeah pestilence Pest- fauci's oh, one of the that would be horsemen of the apocalypse season three <laughs> of good omen that won't happen neil gaiman's more of a liberal than than i am so he would never do this but if they brought back season three and pestilence comes back and it's like a italian a short yeah. skinny italian guy raspy named voice like dr mouchy, mouchy or something yeah. dude. <laughs> dr uh, mouchy yeah we gotta wear we gotta wear masks <laughs> on our balls <laughs> you gotta wear masks on your balls <laughs> you're like but there's no scientific evidence trust me um we're just trying to cr- prevent a panic here we want people to feel secure in their balls it's really it's really it's really about the social contagion <laughs> of your balls thanks <laughs> then they make another documentary <laughs> man who would, I'd watch it yeah who would be uh, famine would it be Ronald McDonald or something like who would be famine now would it be paris hilton would it be i mean would it be uh lizzo oh yeah (laughs) would it be lizzo i don't know Yeah, lizzo and like all these artists who were yeah (laughs) like they had some meal like some kind of advertised meals for like mcdonald's and shit like get the get the so-and-so meal and it's like a shit ton of food yeah and you're like i know this this dude doesn't eat this all day. He eats prime rib. He eats <laughs> filet mignon. Yeah. He's not eating five burgers and two fries and three sodas from McDonald's. Absolutely. Like, this is wild that, that yeah. they're trying to advertise for a second that, like, I don't know, who, Lil Uzi Vert or some shit, like, that he's going to McDonald's and getting that daily. No way. It's, like, n- impossible. Maybe Trump would be famine? He did advertise McDonald's. Mm. He did kind of have that spread. Yeah, he did bring in a whole football team for a McDonald's meal in, yeah. at the White House. Yeah. That was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I, I, I think it's funny whenever that shit happens because I'm like, it, it's trying to be relatable in the dumbest way possible, which mm-hmm. I just find goofy and funny. Uh, to be the president be doing, I don't see any issue with it. Yeah. Besides you're feeding a football team McDonald's. Yeah. Um, well, this bitch was pulling hot sauce out of her purse. <laughs> like they all don't know shit. Yeah, I've, you know, I've been, I've been there. I've I've been to Capitol Hill. I was supposed to do a fellowship there and be. I was I was like in the my my original uh, destiny uh, was just being fluffed to be uh, um, a state department 
or Homeland Security agent, right? That was uh, the program I was in in college. Really? Uh, yeah, and that's why I'm so fucked up right now because because <laughs> I started I was like, oh yeah, you know it's it's gonna make a difference, and then I get there and there's a whole contract I gotta sign. It's like you are working in the interest of the Department of Homeland Security and the Florida State Department, and blah 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 blah. blah right? And then it's like all the messaging is like you have to sub subvert everything that you actually believe because you're working for the United States government now, which I understand because it's kind of like being in the army, right? But it it was just everything about DC is so fucked it's it's uh it's similar to stand up in certain ways too with when it comes to the networking aspect of it and how you got all these psychos who have their eyes on becoming ambassadors eventually so um they get there and they're just shaking hands and looking over your shoulder for the most more important person that's that's their thing hey what's up hot but they're not even looking at you like oh oh excuse me and then oh the uh, ambassador you know and uh those people are psychotic and they're gonna make it on the up the ranks yeah and all these people care about is is attaching another uh, suffix to their name because it's it means that they're higher up on the next floor of yeah. the State Department. And that's Hillary Clinton, by the way. And these people, they're so corrupt. And then the way that they even entice people to join is not it's not high minded ideals. They don't give a fuck about that anymore. It's literally like um, like uh, how uh, housing tax exemptions and uh, perks travel money free food nice clothes yeah that that's how and it's like what kind of people do you think you're gonna get in there if that's how you're yeah. advertising this thing it's gonna be all corrupt people who are gonna find little ways to make a little <clears throat> bit of money yeah uh, and- fucking uh nancy pelosi uh, uh what is it the investment tracker whatever the fuck yeah they have i always wanted to just be like start being like all right drop like 200 on whatever she's <laughs> It, I'll have what she's having. God, like, and then it's across the board with that, you know, politically, uh, the right and the left do the same Absolutely. fucking bullshit. But it's just so blatant at this point. Yes. I don't see why. It, and they never put anything in the Constitution of being like, oh, hey, the uh, people can just all of a sudden hold a court on which politicians should be fired. You mm-hmm. know, like we can't just go. Well, I mean, what they technically kind of tried uh, <laughs> with Special January sixth. Yeah, uh, but uh, still you trying. can't just have like five hundred people go up to like Capitol Building and be like, "Hey, um, we're gonna write down a bunch of names and be like, all y'all are fired." Mm-hmm. Uh, we can't just do that, you know. Well, why not? I, they kind of mm-hmm. tried to do that with January. I yeah. mean, not that exact thing, but with January sixth, mm-hmm. it was a bunch of people going up to the Capitol to say what they wanted to say. Yeah. And mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I'm with you. They're getting arrested. I'm with you, brother. Uh, some of them legitimately for breaking yeah. shit, um, but some of them, like they're just going and yeah. they were locking outraged. people up for nothing. Yeah, literally, people walking. who were outraged and wanted to protest and demonstrate. Yeah, I saw those videos myself. Yeah, and yeah, it was getting a little ugly, but it wasn't like well, the way they say it was. No, that's the thing. The Capitol building is literally like one full block, so half of the on one end of the building yes people were breaking in on the other end of the building they literally opened the doors and walked people in Mm -hmm. and were touring them around the building like uh, those people shouldn't be arrested like Mm -hmm. they literally it's they call them uh maga mimos it was like old (laughs) maga mimos that's adorable (laughs) literally like it's just some old people who just wandered in there was a, a bunch of them and those people specifically got arrested and they were like 
we were at the Capitol and they opened the doors for us. Like, yeah. Well, not what? only that, we're citizens. Yeah. We have a right to be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Technically, Fuck these people. It was that was during a session. Yeah. Whatever. Um, I don't give a fuck. But if they the cops literally open the doors and walk you through the building, mm-hmm. you definitely shouldn't be going to jail for that. That's yeah. wild. They that shouldn't is... have been holding a session. They shouldn't have been holding. The election had just happened and everything was fucking the shit had hit the fan. Why were they holding sessions? Yeah. I think that's bullshit. To let the shit hit the fan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They were in there hold up fucking drinking Pellegrino with each other because that's what they fucking let me tell you. That's what they do. <laughs> I'm t- I, listen, I'm going to fucking set the record straight. When these people get together, that's what they do. There's Pellegrino, all kinds of drinks. There's um, there's catering. There's uh, yeah. bartending. These these are events, and these are very high end events. Yeah. And even when they're not high end, it's just very insular. Sort of like we're having a t- slightly having a party here and writing out. And then the only thing they do is they sit in there and they talk about us. You know what I mean? Yeah. And how to get convince people and how to get people to get with them. You know, so. What the fuck were they doing in session? Everybody that they were talking about was right out there. Mm. Right? Why don't you go ask them? Should have held a press conference. <laughs> yeah. Should or write a, a strongly worded letter. Yeah. <laughs> Should have just played dodgeball. <laughs> dodgeball war. Anyway. Um, what was the whole point of that? Um, yeah, we went off from talking about pestilence and then... Uh, oh, yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, we well, whatever. Came a long way. It's all, it's all good. Yeah. I'm not even angry, honestly. I just rant, but it's just because no, yeah. it's fun. Yeah, but for sure, it's there's n- nothing we can do to be angry. Like there's, we can't get angry enough to successfully do anything about that. Yeah, well, it's tricky because so, on the one hand, I mean, these are so let's do a podcast. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Where we shit on it and and all of that. Yeah, <laughs> and do hell yeah. Nothing. Yeah, get yeah. shadow banned. Compare a fantasy apocalypse to uh, current modern conflicts that are going on yeah. that we have no no say in anything with so uh, you, you notice how this uh book is uh really similar to geopolitics <laughs> 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 no i think it's valid it's, this is allegory right yeah. it's a it's a comparison yeah um this, it does feel like the apocalypse is approaching for a lot of people yeah it's it's a lot of wars going on all at once that for some reason we're uh in the middle of that we don't need to be and mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. everybody's gonna get mad at us because we're doing shit that we shouldn't uh yeah it's it's a little weird it's getting really really fucked up yeah and a lot of protests going on a lot all around the world uh yeah uh what did you think of uh adam's dog's name <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> Whenever, whenever, uh, what was this? Whenever Hell sent Left him field. his ha- Hellhound for his birthday, yeah, birthday, yeah, and whatever he named it determined what it would do. Yes, I forgot the name. What Dog. was it? Dog. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. <laughs> I know. I, I felt like taken away from such a serious thing for a second. It was a valiant effort, but ultimately a failure. <laughs> but I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that was that was uh, a funny part for me i just enjoyed that okay yeah it was good because yeah it, it, he they were like oh yeah yeah he'll name him like spine ripper or you know all this kind of shit and that'll determine uh what the dog's form would be 
and then Adam Young got the dog, and he was just like, I'm going to name it Dog. And yes. it's just a little mud. Why did he do that, though? He's a little boy. Why wouldn't he name it something like Dragon or something like that? Because he was a normal kid, and he, he was... he's. Have you met normal kids? <laughs> they're they're weird. Especially, especially the boys. The boys are... I named mine Max. Yeah. You know, it like... After what? After... Just just because it was a, a golden lab, and I was just like, it, that, it feels like a Max. Yeah. You know, something simple. I it, named my cat Money. That would have been That's hilarious cat. if you got like a Hellcat and you named it Money and it was just... Yeah. It, uh, it would just shit gold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's great. That's, that, that's a brilliant little... Yeah. But I don't know why I named it Money. You wanted Money. No. <laughs> no. No. And then she had money. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't, she didn't have to worry about money. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. You see? And yeah. You had to worry about money. Maybe as a kid growing up in the Bronx, subconsciously. Yeah. Yeah. That was I, your subconscious. Like, or you're just a baller. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Money used to mean, there was, there was a time when money meant like homey. Like home slice or mm -hmm. something like that. Yeah. It was kind of like remember that. Swingers. Yeah. Oh, your money. Yeah. Your money. Dude, yeah. T Bone, uh, Toby McMullen, the producer for Are You Garbage. Yeah. He was uh, at Skankfest. He was trying to start a nickname for me. Really? Yeah. You already have one. No, I've never had a nickname. What about Mud? That's just my own little thing. My name is Mud. It's just a because uh, Clay is technically Mud, and the Primus song's pretty good. Hmm. And all right. I just I just have that as my screen name for stuff, but uh, hmm. no, he was trying to start a nickname for me, and it's hilarious. Uh, sweet money, sweet money. Every time he would come to the green room, he'd be like, "Sweet money." <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to make a hilarious. Catch. Yeah, he was trying to make a catch. I, I'm like, no nickname has ever caught on for me. They had uh, one whenever I was working in Seattle. They had a guy who tried to start calling me Crawfish Clay. Hmm. That one didn't stick. Yeah, uh, I don't like that one. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Etouffee. How about Etouffee Clay? Huh? <laughs> That's a long one. Yeah. That's... It sounds cool, though. <laughs> and then you can explain, no, I make really good crawfish Etouffee. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I tried to give myself a nickname when I was a kid. Really? Yes. What, what was it? It was Candy. <laughs> okay, spell it. It was the 90s. Spell uh, it. Like, you know, with a K or whatever. But uh, Y yeah. or I? Uh, I think was it. I think I kind of alternated, <laughs> depending on because I was trying to make a you cool could... looking logo. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. So I guess it just looked like I didn't know how to read or something. <laughs> I just kept I couldn't decide. I was like, how do you spell candy? Oh, that's great. <laughs> the internal struggle. Yeah. I even developed a um a slogan. For, I was like candy because I'm I could be sweet or sour. I was I was twelve. So. Okay. Please go easy on me. Um. <laughs> Man. Yeah, I know. All right. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to tell me. I have to live with it. So I have to know. I have to live knowing that. Have you ever stripped? Nope. <laughs> okay. There you no. Go. I no. The slogan was me. Keep me off the pole. Dude, everything about my life pointed to the pole, and that just somehow never got there. I don't know what happened. Like my mom was gonna name me Electra. That's kind of the perfect name for a stripper. Electra, either a stripper or a superhero. Yeah, but wait, there's that's not real. So otherwise, unless I became a really good cosplayer or something, yeah. then I could do that. Oh yeah, they, in New York, uh, or is New York a, a mutual combat state? Mutual combat? Mm -hmm. What is that? Uh, you can get a cop and uh, get the cop to agree. Like two people can go and get a cop, and the cop can watch and they can uh, fight Ooh. legally. 
So that's how that goes down. Well, really? they have that it, <laughs> wait, wait, in places where there's mutual combat. <laughs> so they have they have people who go around as superheroes, and they fight people who are doing stuff like they they have a, a line to the cops, and they legally fight people who are doing stuff they shouldn't. I've seen Batman in New York. Yeah, yeah. It, there's uh, is it uh, them that's doing it? Oh, the the ones who I I've seen. They have a guy named something f- like Fury or fury max or some shit uh he's a black dude who's actually really good martial arts and fucks people up <laughs> and he goes around yeah, yeah. He, he goes around in like his own like design a superhero costume is it yellow and black or something like that it's like yeah black and i think yellow and black yeah yeah i think i read about that guy yeah oh my god it's wild he's still around yeah well probably not anymore because that was probably five to ten years ago that that i saw about him and he was like 30 something holy moly so i don't imagine you're going out f- fighting people in your 40s and 50s but Damn. uh yeah he's a pussy yeah <laughs> so people can't never... afford ferraris for their midlife crises anymore so they just they're like i'm gonna become a superhero i'm gonna fight crime get an earring maybe yeah that i think they might have that law in new york because there is the guardian angels so mm. that has to be do you know what that is uh, i think i've heard of it are they bikers no, they're um, they're actually not. Weirdly enough, they sound like they should be. Yeah, but uh, it sounds like a bunch of bikers <laughs> that do the mutual combat thing, but as a group. <laughs> no, this this is weirder. In a way, it's um, these guys. This this happened years, decades ago. This guy Ron Kuby founded this organization called the Guardian Angels, and they basically just recruit young men who have nothing better to do and they give them cool red satin jackets with the logo on it and uh and a french beret that's this kind sounds of sounds awesome the so uniform. Far. keep going and uh, keep going. walk around they walk around they troop <laughs> around new york in combat boots they take the subway up and down and up and they just they're just looking for trouble and what they do is it's it's a, it's the weirdest dorkiest thing but but it's kind of cool uh, they they take the train at every stop the the doors open they step out in in uh, in tandem in organized military fashion right and then they look up and down the the platform and if if nobody's being raped they're like all right guys let's head out and they go back in the train and they go to the next stop and it's that's just what they do that's the guardian angels and they've been around for i don't know like 30 years maybe at this point that's pretty awesome wow. yeah Honestly, I, I i like that idea uh self-policing should be more of a thing yeah they're they're good i i've had a few friends who were guardian angels growing up and they definitely needed that yeah. They definitely needed that. Otherwise, they would have been getting into trouble yeah. doing some other shit. Yeah. They're literally out looking for trouble. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, at least this can be channeled. Yeah, exactly. At least it's saving a person getting raped, not yeah. by going rob a little liquor store or some shit. Exactly. Yeah, they're stopping that kind of stuff. They break up fights. They stop rapey stuff from happening, yeah. right? They got whistles and they're just running around. <laughs> so fucking- I mean, the outfit the sounds whistles. ridiculous and hilarious yeah. at the same time. But- yeah. Well, it was the 80s. It's a good idea. Yeah. Good concept. Yeah. I'm sure there's, it's been abused a little bit. Doubt, of course. But, yeah. I don't even think they've had a chance to abuse it. But that Ron, the the founder of the Guardian Angels, did try to run for governor or mayor at one point. 
but he's just too much of a dork. You can't. You know what I mean? You you can't found the Guardian Angels and then try to run for governor ship of New York City. That's too dumb. It's just it's like you, you'll never be taken seriously. It's like you do what? It's like yeah, we get these sateen jackets. <laughs> and a beret. Yeah, in a, a French beret. What's what's wrong with that? It's good. It keeps rain off. It's wool. It's nice quality. <laughs> oh man. All right. I think it's about time. Yeah, I hope oh. the guardian angels stop the apocalypse. Oh yeah. Hey, I mean, they're patrolling New York subways. There's not too many places that are worse than that. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> All right. Well, we I talked mean, about we talked the shit out of this book and yep. literally everything else. We solved everything. Yeah. I mean, we've we've gone over like existential, like fucking predeterminism yeah. and is there wars, free wars all kinds of shit we took care of everything guys y'all y'all should never have any more issues ever again Absolutely. uh this has been such a fun episode melissa <laughs> thank you for likewise <laughs> always <laughs> thank you for coming in uh and uh we'll uh see y'all next time on the turtle reads awesome thank you Later. thanks for tuning in